<laughs> if SLV had to do Gilmore Girls, who do you think he'd cast? Oh my God, that is such a good question. <laughs> okay, let's see. Lorelai. I think I see Priyanka Chopra as Lorelai. Mm, that's an Rory. Um, I guess the Rory would have to be like a younger girl. Yeah. Um, who's the young girl that that I like? Oh, dude, I don't like any of the younger girls. For Rory's character, mm. do you have anyone in mind? I'm trying to still. I don't. I feel. I'm wondering. Okay, what do you think of Gangana for Lorelai? Yes or no? Okay, technically yes, yes. What about John Vikavood for Rory? Uh, I don't know. Rory, like in the beginning, had. Do you remember the innocence? I don't know. Yes, I yes. just I can't picture John B in that yeah, role right now. But I don't think there's anyone that would really capture that because yeah, literally thinking and I can't find yeah. anyone. Yeah, it's such like- a hard like whoever played um Rory, I guess perfectly cast for that role. Who would you cast as Emily? Oh my god, I love this character so much. Me too. The sass, the fashion. Oh my god. Wonderful. I aspire to be like her. (laughs) (laughs) Ooh, this is a good question. Uh, Who could play Emily? I don't know. No one's coming to mind. Okay. Oh, Kajol. Mm, Yeah, I guess she could. Yeah, almost. I was thinking like Madhuri, but I don't think that would be good. Madhuri just feels so nice. Is that what it is? I can't figure out what it is, but something. Yeah, I can't see her seeing her being sassy. Yeah, that's why I went with Kajol because I was like, she'll be sassy, but I think she's too bubbly for it. I think Kajol would be a great Lorelai. Kajol would be a good Lorelai. Yeah. 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 Who did I? Oh, Priyanka. I said Priyanka. Who would Karan Johar be in the Gilmore Girls realm? Michelle. <laughs> <Don't> say that. <laughs> the sassy. <laughs> French, pretentious French man. Yeah, it's perfect. I think Gordon Johar and Michelle would be a really cute couple. I realize that. <laughs> Hi everyone, this is Sima. And this is Was. You're listening to Bollywood Bishams. And we finally watched Gangubai Kakyawadi. Did you like the did you like Gangubai? I did. I mean, I think it was just what I expected out of the trailer. When I went and, went and watched it, it wasn't anything. There was nothing that I didn't expect almost. I feel like what I thought in my head the movie would be like, it was like that. Like in um, terms was, of plot or, or how do you mean? Yeah, plot basically. Just, I just felt like there would be this redemption, like a girl in despair and then grows up to do amazing things. I wasn't surprised by it. Were you surprised by it? I see what you mean. I think uh, for me, I didn't think of the plot that deeply, but I understand what you mean. I didn't walk out of the movie theater being like, oh, that was something unexpected. Like it was very much like in line with what you would expect going into a movie like this. Um, I guess I hadn't really thought about how they would show Alia as a kid. Like I assumed they would show her as a kid because, you know, we had talked about how... um, it felt like the casting was off because she's playing this mature role. But, um, and then, you know, there was like the whole thing about, oh, she's playing a kid as well. So I, I knew that was going to happen, but I wasn't, I hadn't envisioned how they were going to show that. Um, so, so that was interesting. Um, what did you think about Ali's acting? Oh, I thought she was really good. I felt like, okay, so I think she was really good period but also I was thinking about the scene 
when she's like dancing like the first scene of her like thinking back home and there's this scene where like her boyfriend asks her if he loves her or if she loves him and she does this little giggle that's supposed to be this very you know naive girly giggle and I don't know why that took me out of it so much like oh really yeah I felt like I expected more from her in that one scene but that is definitely there's another scene that I feel um it's one of the speeches Mm. I feel like there's too much like she okay okay you know that like fierceness all it was almost too much to me mm. like tone it down like I would I want her to like tone it down a little bit see I feel like it wasn't I felt like uh, the power she put into the speeches wasn't the problem for me I felt like that was good I felt like because there were so many speeches I think for me, I got overwhelmed by them. And maybe that made me feel like, okay, let's tone this down because there's so many of them. They're not impactful. Like if every scene is you making a speech, you making a speech is not a big deal to me anymore. It's just you I have see. to. I think it was also that accent she does. Mm. So that on top of that, it just felt yeah. like too much acting so, almost. Someone on Reddit said that the accent comes in and goes as they want. Like, it didn't feel consistent. Did you notice that? I didn't, but it's probably true. (laughs) Yeah, that's how I felt about it, too. I was hoping you noticed it. But (laughs) I feel like so often that is the case with Hindi movies that I feel like my bar for that is so low. So low, yeah. I don't even notice it. Yeah, unless they're very explicit with it. Yeah. Like they were in Atrangiri, where it was so obvious that it would just come in and go as they please. <laughs> they were consistent enough that I didn't have too much of a problem with it in this. Yeah, yeah, same. Um, I know we were saying that after watching the trailer, it felt like Alia was such a young person to have casted in this movie. Do you still feel like that after having watched the movie? I don't actually, because I feel like that age they kind of captured it well because they kept I think in the beginning didn't they refer to her as like a 16 year old or something like that yeah yeah so I think with that in mind it's just it just made sense to me yeah I do how did you feel I feel like the 16 year old part of it is definitely valid but I feel like it still worked even with her as an adult because there's you know a whole line about oh you're gonna make me a widow so young like uh, there's a part of a part of the thing is that she's so young and yeah 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 qualified for this role when she's being put into these positions so I felt like it ended up working yeah I forgot about that widow comment yeah so I, that was also to make sure the audience knows this, this is a young yeah girl. exactly exactly and they, yeah she also like always says her age too I feel like yeah, yeah a couple times yeah what did you think of the uh miss mrs comet do you know do you know which one which thing was that when she's trying to introduce her in the speech um oh yeah i don't know is i it feel like is it maybe she thought it's insulting if they call them a miss that she's not married well it's like but I, uh, body versus you know married and it's like you're not either i guess is, is like supposed to be the whole thing but oh wait did they say kumari they say miss and missus but i feel like that's kind of how miss and missus is like thought of in india oh like you lose your virginity yeah 
Oh, they were like kind of struggling to be like, Mm. I can't call you a miss because you're not a virgin, but I can't call you a missus because you're not married. Because virginity and Mm, it's more like yeah, exactly. And also, this was a long time ago, right? So people were also not as progressive in a way. Do you think people have gotten more progressive on the topic? Um, I think in modern cities, yes. I don't know. It's very weird because I feel like the movie for a movie about prostitution, I feel like they really downplay a lot of things. Like I feel like they show the prejudice they face in such little boxes that I have a hard time envisioning their day-to-day life almost. Like they show the big the big problems they face more than the day-to-day. Mm-hmm. Face. Yeah, that's so true. I mean, I'm sure they had a really hard life. Yeah, I'm sure their day-to-day life was really difficult. Yeah. And I I guess the movie just wasn't about that. See, I feel like it would have been... It's almost that I wish they'd added little elements to convey that rather than have the whole movie be about that, you know? Like in a movie where the whole point was about prostitution, it felt weird to not highlight that as much because i guess i guess i'm thinking of that because watching this movie and thinking of it taking place in current times versus taking place you know a while back it doesn't make that much of a difference in my brain and i feel like if we'd seen more of a day-to-day interactions maybe it would have i see okay yeah like i guess the movie wasn't it was just not even about prostitution to me almost it was about just her right the character yeah that's with prostitution in the as like the background yeah how do you feel about that how do i feel about that i guess the movie does what it sets out to yeah just i guess you're right it would have made more of an impact if there was some little element of hardship but then it was already too long (laughs) (laughs) yeah it was like it it didn't need a half of the stories i felt like yeah i feel like it all like the whole the, from the beginning when she um comes to rise i thought the whole i guess the climax of the movie would would be that she um she won that election right but then it kept going on and on with all these other things i just and it was so rushed everything else after that point was so rushed to me, it would have been the perfect end. She gave up her love to be this, to win this election. So it was like the perfect rise in her life. And then the movie kind of ends. Yeah, it's almost like they needed to come up with like a sequel for it or something. Because I feel like they were trying to show that, you know, she made all of these sacrifices to get to this minute, uh, presidential position. That's what they call it, right? President? Yeah, president. Yeah, um, to get to that position. And then it's like they wanted to show that she accomplished things for the community, which I understand. But I felt like so much had already happened by that point. And then I feel like the election was supposed to be this really, really big deal. But if we had two scenes of her plotting to win, and then she wins. She wins, yeah. (laughs) It, It was 
suppo- it didn't hit me as hard as I wanted it to. Yeah, so then nothing did because they tried to fit everything in there. Yeah. Do you think that was because they were doing an autobiography? Or not an autobiography, a biography? <laughs> yeah, I think so. It was just because this is a real person and right. this is their story. And I guess they wanted to fit everything in. Yeah. All her big accomplishments in there. It's almost like you can't want an accurate portrait of the biography and a want Bollywood. Exactly, I guess. The other. Yeah, even though I'm sure they took so many liberties in the story, because I doubt that kind of detail has been documented for her life. I'm sure you're right. Like, I don't think, I don't know. I saw some posts being like uh, her family members, like her son and daughters are really upset because they've made you know this woman in their life into a prostitute and that's all they brought her down to and all that which I wonder how much truth there was to that yeah and also I wonder why they waited this long to do all the protests and whatever because this movie has, mm-hmm. has been floating around like the tr- the first look the photos the right. news right. it's been going on for a bit so that's a little like it definitely feels convenient. Yeah. That a little controversy came up right around the time where you're yeah. the movie. <laughs> um, what did you think about the love story that they included? Because to me, do you feel like it would have been worth sacrificing that love story to make that election result hit a little bit harder? I think they wanted to do just that. By her having to give up, give up on her love, mm-hmm. showing the impact of her giving up her love, versus who, if that wasn't you, even that was, there. To you, that was the most impactful part of the movie. Is that what you're saying? Not the most impactful part. You said impactful for the election, right? Mm-hmm. Not the most, but I feel like it just added on to it. And if it wasn't there, it wouldn't have been enough. I see what you're saying. Do you think? Okay. That's interesting. Like you're saying a part of why she won won the election was because she gave up on this relationship. No, a part of why she why the election result was so impactful was because also that she gave up on her relationship. Oh, the right. movie, not in the movie, not in the not in her election. Life. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. I see. I felt like I really, really liked her how they showed their relationship like it was really beautiful and it was really fun to watch like the, they had such amazing chemistry I feel like she should marry this guy and not Ranveer Kapoor because she does not have this kind of chemistry with her soon-to-be husband um but I feel like the plot it felt too plot driven maybe because okay so she falls in love with this guy and then she needs this 15-year-old girl to get married. And she brings the family to marry her. Why did it have to be him? There's no other eligible bachelor. In yeah, it's not like he fell in love with her. So she's, you know, sacrificing her love. It's like, it felt like sacrifice for the sake of sacrifice, I guess. Yeah, so to make that election result impactful. Because I'm sure they could have gone with someone else. But then it wouldn't have been like a thing she did to win... For the good of the women is, I think, what the movie's trying to say. Yeah. I think I'm not buying that movie is what it is. No, no, for sure. I'm just saying it's trying to say that. I I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, I see what you're saying. 
Um, what did you think about Alia seeming like this special person from the get-go? Like within the brothel, she always seemed like the special one, you know? The pretty one, the shiny one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like even that scene where everybody else around her is like kind of dirty and like darker and visibly like you could tell it was they were like makeup darker. It wasn't like a natural mm-hmm. thing. And then they had like dirty clothes, but she had this really shiny red sari and her face had perfect amount of bronzer and highlighter. So yeah, it was a little, I feel like they could have made that more natural. They didn't need to play so hard on her beauty. It just kind of ruined the effect a little bit. Yeah, even when being colorist in the movie, they were colorist because they had <laughs> lighter people, made them darker to show that they're not as special. As she- yeah. Yeah, even in the scene, you know, the first time that she's working and she's mm-hmm. poses as that statue because they. Yeah the statue they put the uh, powder on her face on top of her perfectly made up makeup they could, I know it's like come on you guys I really feel like we could have done a better job here <laughs> yeah she was the special one and whoever like her first customer told that told her that she would rule the whole city one day the first time yeah that she worked well, as a prostitute don't so, you think this man is just saying this to everybody like you don't think this is his go-to line <laughs> i don't know i feel like they really highlighted that and no one else said that before right <laughs> you know yeah no i feel like the 16 year old got told she was super special so she was like i am super I'm special <laughs> yeah do you wish that they had uh, found her boyfriend that had sold her there i think yes i mean i would have liked to see that. yeah how would she have like based on what we know of her from the movie her personality i would like to see how she would have reacted yeah you know in that scene when she's talking to her mom mm-hmm. after like 12 years and then she finds out her dad has died and and almost like the mom doesn't even love her anymore and like the anger but also the sadness mm-hmm. like I wonder what it would have been for the guy that she thought she loved and ran away home from with yeah yeah for sure I thought I thought the uh so she talks to that journalist and he's like oh, I hope you never find him because your passion would die out. I really thought that was not fair. Like, I don't think her passion came from her hatred of this man. I think her passion came from her love of these women. Yes, yes. I completely agree. And I think it would have even made her passion go higher. Like, emboldened her almost. Yeah. 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 um, But that phone scene, oh my god, what a good scene. Like, I feel like her acting range was just so good in that. Like, the... uh, You can just see every emotion and the, like, the writing is so good. I feel like everything came together perfectly in that scene. Yeah, that was a good scene. There's a few of those. Um, and none of them are the speech ones, which I think is interesting. Yeah, I feel the speeches were the most cringy to me. 
because there were too many or oh because of that overacting thing you were talking about yeah yeah and then there were too many and if it was just like one big speech mm. or like one mini speech and one big speech <laughs> i think i will like that more yeah no and i and i think it, it also also thinks because all of her dialogues mm-hmm. when she's trying to say these things they sound like a speech almost even with like the people around her yeah 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 i think that's why i just felt like everything was a speech yeah it's like it. after a certain point she stopped being a regular person she just was sprouting these words of wisdom every time she opened her mouth like there was exactly yes yeah, i know what you mean i'm so young but i have so much wisdom right right do you think a part of it i'm having a hard time phrasing this okay do you think what they wanted to show was that this woman was special because she was her or like all of these women are special. Like all of these women could have ended up how Gangubai did. And, you know, she happened to be Gangubai, but any of them could have been. To me, just look thinking back at the movie, mm-hmm. I think it was she the chosen one. She was the chosen yeah. one. It was almost Harry Potter-esque. Yeah. So it I had think, to be her. I think this is the thing that's kind of throwing us off almost we're like from the second we see her she's shiny and the magic light is on her and you know it ends with a disney fairy tale with flower being thrown at her and she's waving and weeping and all of what is that anyway like why is that a ceremony like why is that a thing there it wasn't like she had won an election at the time I wonder if it was it that she had come back and the they had found out that the their town was going to remain theirs, basically. Oh, so it was like basically a celebration to thank her. Almost. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I, I, mean, I would assume that's the only thing that makes sense. Oh, and then, you know, her two enemies throughout the movie coming out in their white size. And it's like, come on, can we can we tone down the Disney of it all? And that whole thing also ended, I don't know, it wrapped up in a bow so quickly. They mm-hmm. were villains for like, not villains, yeah, for like, enemies, sorry, not villains, for like 10 seconds. The first she one, wins. literally for 10 seconds. Yeah, and then she wins, and then yeah. the villain's like, just gone. Yeah. Like, in appearance, until the end when she's serenading her. Yes. No, all of it. The first thing we see is this little girl, you know, who's about to be raped. And it ends like her, the little girl's story ends when she gets sent back home, which is again, such an impactful thing, but that was so lost in all of it, in all of the chaos. Like, yeah, yeah. And you know, uh, her character, Gungobai's character says, you know, like make this story famous or like make it known, make it known, Mm -hmm. like tell everyone that I sent somebody home. I thought it would be like a huge talking point for the election. But it wasn't. You know what I thought was going to happen? So I thought she had trusted these two men to send her home. And then she finds a girl hidden in the cage. I was like, oh my God, they never sent her home. I thought it was going to be this like lingering thing of how she was never accepted back home or, or something. Like I thought they would highlight that again. I guess it was supposed to be like real life, you know, where like random things happen and they're not all interweaved together. But we think of it in a very Bollywood way or 
or just in a very plot driven way where a thing you see in the first scene comes back in the fourth scene and they're all connected to each other. But I guess they're trying to show that it's real life and that's not how it works or not show that necessarily, but I, I guess, but like, because it was during the election mm-hmm. and she wanted it to be yeah. what I thought. Yeah. I think we're right. I think we should have made the movie, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I definitely think my problem is just that too much happened too quickly and it wasn't highlighted. Even things that make sense to highlight just wasn't highlighted. Did you have any particular opinions on the song? Um, I really liked them like throughout while watching the movie. I felt like they were timely. Like I thought they were all timed really appropriately. And then um, I can't remember the exact song, but you know how she puts on Navratri at the brothel and like takes mm-hmm. I thought that scene was really powerful. I felt like all of the songs had very good like videos to go with it. I thought it worked really well with the movie. Yeah, yeah. I I especially like the love songs, mm-hmm. so to say, when it's um, Afshaf and Gangu kind of flirting a little bit. Mm-hmm. I thought it was cute. I like that. I like yeah. those songs. Yeah. They were choreographed really well too, especially mm-hmm. the car song. Mm-hmm. every move like every it wasn't like a song and dance thing but every expression they made it like there were so many expressions in that movie in that one song mm-hmm. she's happy she's sad she's angry mm-hmm. like sing with him and yeah that was really great yeah it's almost that song was their whole relationship in a way because that's the last oh my god because that's the, really the only time they really spent time together yeah and they go through the whole roller coaster of emotion, which I thought yeah, you're right. so well done as well. Like you can see, you know, like Alia teasing him and like, because she's, she feels so much more confident than he does. So like kind of teasing him and his inexperience. And then like, he kind of like comes onto her and she's like teasing him and saying no. And then he like forces herself himself onto her and she finds a cue and then like there's that second where she gets triggered like I thought it was all just shown so well like I I really think it was yeah it was it was a really really good yeah it was so good mm-hmm. and then in the end she figures out that what she really wants is this you know when she's he's like stroking her hair yeah she's finally at peace yeah so she really wants someone or she wants to be loved and cared for yeah yeah and, because their eyes in that scene oh my god Mm -hmm. I thought it was so good yeah yeah no I thought it was really good what did you think of the on a very different note what did you think of the you know that scene where the nurse puts her into this dark room and she's Mm -hmm. like oh they've turned this place into a brothel like that place is the only good place for these people I guess they were trying to show how prostitutes are you know treated by other people Mm -hmm. But it just felt so, I don't know. It was there for a second. Nothing came out of it. Yeah. Almost just like a, I guess, I don't know. I, just, think- I thought they would be more like, Gangu would like be all they- powerful and come back to the hospital and do something about, do something, I don't know, give them a lot of money or something. And then it never really came back. It comes back when uh, she ta- she's talking to the prime minister and she's like, oh, we're treated badly in hospitals and whatever whatever she mentions it briefly there but I guess this is like the thing that I was talking about where it's just like little displays of them not being treated well I think there was 
that one small display. But I felt like, I don't know, I think that extras acting chops just weren't maybe it. It did definitely feel like very like almost too filmy, I think. Yeah. Like the nineties or the eighties. Like nurses are usually supposed to be like nice and they're supposed to provide care regardless. And even the nurses where she's going with this very serious injury is like, I don't care about you. Like you are annoying me because you are a prostitute. I'm going to leave room, like lock you up and I'll deal with you when I have to. Like it felt like that. Like even in a hospital, she's not provided the care that she Oh, okay. Yeah, I can see that. I saw a lot of comments on Reddit saying uh saying different actresses could have played alia's role better mm-hmm. who do you do you think that's true do you think anyone could have done this better than alia did i don't know about better but i think there are actresses that could have done it just as well mm-hmm. but i don't know about better what do you think i know what you mean yeah so uh, someone asked alia the question and she was very much like you know we should trust the director that he's made the right decision and and all that. Um, I feel like Alia was chosen for this. I mean, she's a a wonderful actress, not to take away from that. But, you know, she's young and she's beautiful and her beauty could be captured in a way that Sanjali Labansali really needs beauty to be captured in the actresses that he has played. So I think, you know, having an older actress play it, like, I think that is part of the reason why a younger actress was casted. Um, I know there's merit in saying that she, they played 16 year olds. Like I, I do understand that, but I definitely think it would have been possible for, to cast an older, a more experienced actress. Oh yeah. Yeah, for sure. I don't think it was like, if not Alia, nobody for sure. Yeah. yeah Even funny. if they're older, I think they could have done a great job. Yeah. And like the story would probably have to shift a little bit. Maybe they, it would have been more about her. yeah yeah that's fair do you think this was alia's best work acting wise i guess so yes do you think it was her best movie no okay what do you think was her best movie Uh, maybe i'll say Razi. i think it was her best movie yeah i definitely feel like okay i think her acting in Razi was amazing but i feel like she had to uh wear a lot of hats in this because she was playing a kid and like a mature woman so I feel like Mm -hmm. she really had to show a lot of range in this movie so you think this is her best acting role yeah yeah I I think she do you think this is her best movie that's that's a hard one like uh, with plot and the story just you know the movie as a whole She's done, she's done, okay, some of my favorites. She's done Razi, Kapoor and Sons. Gully Boy, Dears in the Gully Boy, Urta Punjab, Highway. Okay, I, I, ooh, Urta Punjab is a good one. No, I, I do think it comes down to Razi or this. I'm going to have to give it to Razi as the better movie. I feel like it had a lot more impact on me than this movie. Yeah, that was such a good movie, the, the suspense and... Because this is a biography, it's a little bland. And I don't think it's fair to compare it because I think you come out of Razi just a mess. Like you come out of it. Yeah, there's so much anxiety there. Yeah, yeah. And this movie is like fun, it's kind of entertaining and has a wrenching moment. So I think this is more of an entertaining movie than it is a leaves you broken movie. Yeah, yeah, you're right. And do you think this was Sanjeev Bansali's best work? I don't think so. 
Okay. I, I like his other movies more. What about you? Mm, I do think he did a really good job here. Uh, but yeah, I don't think it was his best work. Like what what's like your favorite SLV movie? I think as a whole movie plot characters, my favorite is Hamdil Gaj Pisanam with I should have even though it has Salman Khan in it. The Salman Khan stance <laughs> goes off again. <laughs> it's such a buying his life. Man. Um <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Devdas is unmatched in my head. Mm, okay. Like, I feel like Devdas just hits so hard. Yeah, okay. So, I mean, if you, yeah, I guess historical period. But I still prefer Humdulich. Do you think Sanjay Devdas is going to do, like, what he does? Like, Alia is going to keep getting SLB movies going forward? It's funny you say that. I thought, I think I saw on Instagram somewhere... Ranveer and Alia were going to SLB office for some movie. I mean, that was the headline, but who knows? Oh. It could be fake news. Well, what would you think of that pairing, Ranveer and Alia? I can't picture that for some reason. Gully boy. Well, yeah, I guess so. I guess that's a fair point. I don't know. I guess I can't picture them in real life. Maybe that's what it is. Because they're, yeah, that's because they're both so bubbly. They don't have the extroverted introverted combo. So. <laughs> But you're so right. He like he has these favorites that he keeps going. Or actually, he has periods. So it was Ashwarya Rai. Yeah. Her period for a minute there. Yeah. And then Rani did black and like a little cameo in Savadia. Yeah. And then it was Deepika time with like back to back to back. Right. Yeah, and I think I feel like he has a way of framing and. an actress usually more than an actor i feel like in these bigger than life ways like yeah yeah, like i feel like he portrays them in such a unbelievable way okay let me ask you this Mm -hmm. so padmavak right his movie Mm -hmm. deepika you know there was all this talk about her being paid more than the actors and now how amazing that part is just like even before the movie released, there was mm-hmm. so much hype about her, her acting in that movie, her um, basically her character in the movie, and right? Do you remember all of that? Yes, yes, yeah. yes. So when you watched the movie, did that live up to what you thought? No, no. I, I, this is the thing. I feel like this is one of the best SLB movies I've watched since the Ashura period. Like I feel like I have not. Like, watching Devdas, watching Alhamdulillah, like, I get so enthralled into the plot. The set, all of it just, like, captures me, my attention so well. And I don't think the, I don't think Bodhava did that. I don't think, I think, like, his movies in the middle haven't quite delivered that for me, at least. What did you think? Yeah, same, same. I'm not, I know they're, like, huge hits, but what is that other movie, Bodhava and then Bajra Masani? I mean... There are at least I mean actually Bhavna Bhavna was better. Is, right. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like Bhavnavut was such a disappointment to me. I just like her character like based on the hype her character got. No. And the fact that honesty, she got paid so much. I don't more. remember that much of Bhavnavut. Like I remember the big point plot points. And I feel like that's really telling. Like I feel like I usually remember so much of movies, but it just wasn't able to hit me in the same way. Yeah, and Deepika's character, the movie was named Padmavati, and they had this whole controversy, and then they renamed it. They, it she got, like, hate mail. She got, much. 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the movie didn't feel like it was about Padmavati. And and why? I don't know. And why was there so much hype about like oh my god, that character is going to be so amazing. And then you watch the movie, she's just not even in the movie that much. Do you think Padma And it's supposed to be her biggest like movie. Right. Do you think Padmavati not being or Padmavat not being as good as we expected it to be can mostly be put on Deepika? Uh I don't think so cuz I mean it's a movie. Right. It's not like she's the movie the director there's a writer there's all these other people that worked on the movie. I think it was like framed as her movie mm-hmm. with the two men as kind of the side characters the side characters but to me Ranveer stole the show it was mostly about him so it was interesting how they marketed it maybe because Deepika was a bigger star at that point mm-hmm. and they wanted her to be the face of the movie but when you watch the movie she's barely in it and it's like the Ranveer show so the, the i've heard that opinion and i feel like i hear it in the context of deepika isn't even all that great of an actress ranveer stole the show in padmavat but to me ranveer was given the show and i mean he did an amazing job don't get me wrong but i feel like it can't really be put on deepika's acting it just like it was marketed in a way i definitely agree like it was marketed in a way where we expected more of deepika than we got and i think that yeah. that did feel not as satisfying i don't know if satisfying is the word but not live up to our expectations not me. yeah and that yeah and the movie it was, it was okay it wasn't like you know it wasn't amazing yeah i don't know what it is all of the ranveer deepika movies that us have did and none of them hit me that hard yeah none of them hit me that hard either even golyoki raslila ramlila like it was like oh i don't know it just i think you mean parts of it like they had great chemistry in that movie though mm-hmm. So Even that one, Nagata, like that song alone, like I watch that song and I'm like, oh, look at them go. Which one? Uh, Nagara Sangdol. I thought those. Oh, you that one? I like the um. There's this other song, Ishkel Dushkel, where they're like uh. dancing and kind of flirting. I like that. Yeah, one. yeah, yeah. Okay. Um. So your favorite SLB movie is Devdas. Devdas, yeah. Okay. Um. Uh, who do you think was better? We'll just stick with um SLB movies. Okay. Alia in Gangubai mm-hmm. or which one? Should, okay, I'll go with Deepika and Ramlila. Who do you think was better? I think Alia in Gangubai was better. Yeah. Okay. Think that's Salkan. Alia in Gangubai. Ooh. <laughs> Damn, that's that's a good one. Oh man, this is a really tough one for me. <laughs> Who did you Okay, who would you pick? No, wait, I want to answer first. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be influenced by your words. I think I'm going to give it to the class. I think I'm going to give it to Shahrukh Khan. Yeah, I think I'm going to give it to Shahrukh Khan too. And you know, like Alia may have even acted better than he might have. Mhm. But there's just something about just how he played it. Like technically he he she may have done better acting. Mhm. But yeah, he The reason I struggled with it was because I feel like I was thinking of Alia's range. Like I I was thinking of technicality, but yeah. Shahrukh Khan's just like his acting in the best just like 
hits your heart so well. Like his drunken speeches are so wonderfully done. And yeah, so I agree. I think if we had to speak technically, it would become, it would be very neck to neck. But I think personally speaking, Shadow Khan kind of takes. Yeah, he takes it. Wins all the time. Okay, so who do you think what has been the best performer in any FLB movie? I'm gonna go with Johnny Khan and as they best. They best. Yeah. You know, I mean, a popular opinion is Johnny McCurdy in Black. Mm, I always forget about Black, which is so unfair because it's such an. I do too, and you know what? I I have never watched Black. Wow, I would really suggest it. It is such a good movie. Oh, it's that good. Oh, it's such a good movie. Like, watch it in a day where you are okay with the rest of your day just being sad, you know? Because it, it, it'll hurt. Mm-hmm. But it is, I mean, I watched it when I was really young. But, I mean, I re- I have very good impression of it. Like, it, it's a really... Really? Okay. Uh, yeah. maybe I, I think I forget it because I don't think of it as an SLB movie. I feel like it's so different. That's a great point. If yeah. you, like, kind of look at his filmography... Some of his other films, like Savaria and Guzadish, mm-hmm. I just don't think of anything black. Yeah. I don't know why. I always forget Guzadish. I think because he's done so many of these, you know, with the the whole, like, historical like, movies. Historical movies. Yes. Mm-hmm. I feel like I kind of just associate him with that now, which is, to be fair, he's not done that many of them. I right. Think they're just such big movies that it kind of... Yeah. but like another movie that did that is said to have you know really broken hearts in in terms of what in opinions of people who watch it but yeah i never think of that when i think of slb yeah i think with black it's because the like all of his other movies that we talk about they they feel they have an essence of very bollywoodness to them and black doesn't have that in my head like black the kind of a movie i can't really speak on Rani because I haven't watched Black recently enough to have that in the forefront of my mind so I'm gonna have to give it to Shah Rukh Khan what do you think I haven't watched Black right like so I don't know I guess well, that, I mean, yeah. like, oh, even if they've done I just go back and watch scenes of it so it's definitely like I feel like I have not done what that with Dave Das at all ever <laughs> I should do that you should do that it's Maybe. not a movie that I grab because I sometimes I'll just like leave a movie on and like cook oh, a yeah, movie yeah. that I've already watched usually. Yeah. yeah. But Davis has never been on my list because no, to me least. I always think of how oh my god that movie is so long. That <laughs> I feel like I can't start it. Yeah, I feel like background movies or background shows have to be kind of cheery. I can't have a sad show in the background. Yeah. Yeah. Like ruins the ambiance. Not even cheery. Like, it just has to be very cheery or neutral. Okay. Um, to me, I really couldn't really understand. Like, you know how when they give her the white sari, they're like, oh, you look like a politician. To me, that just wasn't enough of a reason just to be wearing white forever. Oh, my God. This is such a good point that I had not thought of. Because I was like, oh, she's a bi. Bi? Is that what they call them? What's a buy? Not a buy. What do they call them? The like the mistress of the house. Oh, I forget. Yeah, but you're you know you are taking on that role, so you're gonna wear that white ties. But now I'm thinking about it. None of the other other women who had that role wore that. 
So yeah. Yeah, it makes sense. I feel like they just did it to show her in this these pure saris. Because did the real Gangubai only wear white saris? Let's find out. This is a great question. Okay, maybe if she only wore white saris, they just had to find a way to like tell us that she's only going to wear white now. And maybe that was the reason why they did that thing. Okay, why is Aliyabad only wearing white sari for promotion? Okay, if they just say because Gangubai wore white saris, I'm going to be really upset. <laughs> I think that's what they're going to say. They say that white is a very special color because it has all the colors of the rainbow. I saw that Gangubai has every emotion inside a human being. Celebration, gratitude, kindness, sharing, and every color of love that is possible. Oh, this is written by Ami Patel. Salute to Aliyabad for this wonderful performance. Okay, well, I feel like... That doesn't tell us why... From the Patelia's stylist. Apparently, this is our stylist. That's the reason they had her wear all white. Because? Because it has all of the colors. And and Gongubai has all of the emotions. Oh, in the movie? Yeah, yeah. Oh, what? I think it was also part of, like, SLB trying to... You know how, like, white... She pops out so much because she's yeah, always in white. Just to show her Everyone aspect. around her is kind of in muted colors. Mm-hmm. And I just, it was just a way for her, for him to make her special. Yeah. I really want a bigger reason than that. But I think you're right. I mean, I guess the rainbow thing now. <laughs> I think that is a better way of saying what you are saying. I don't, I don't think that does it for me. Yeah. yeah. I really oh, okay, so expected there to be a bigger significance of that but maybe there isn't i mean she looked great so she looked amazing yeah yeah what did you think of so we talked about how she's amazing and this chosen one (laughs) (laughs) what did you think of the rest of the women characters and how they were portrayed i feel like they did gummy duty i really feel like she deserved more than she got i don't know okay (laughs) i thought that character was so promising for some reason i thought she was gonna have a bigger role but she was just like shown a few times here and there and then she died after having a baby like that was her whole thing and i really i think it goes back to this thing for me of not wanting gungubai to be special because she was this chosen one and to show that like all of these women have so much more in them than society gives them credit for but instead it was kind of shown as all of these women are kind of what society expects it to be, expects them to be. They still deserve respect, but Gungubai is really, really special. I think that's what the movie showed and it kind of made me uh, leave wanting for more. What did you think? Uh, yeah, um, but I did not expect any of the characters to have more fleshed out characters, mm-hmm. like personalities at all. Mm-hmm. The movie was just pretty much just her. Mm-hmm. so even like Kamui dying it wasn't like a super shock because mm-hmm. like something has to happen for her to be like the kind one the you know the generous one the one that has like I don't know I felt like she has to feel all these things it has to be Gangubai that feels all these things so it's mm-hmm. like, almost convenient like things people around her just things happen to just her Mm-hmm. I don't know. I didn't. I didn't expect for Pomni to have a more of a character anyway. Did you feel like it was weird the mutedness of Gungubai? Like Gungli dies. Um, no, no. In in terms of emotion, like Gungli dies, 
and she I don't know it has this very muted expression you know and and I think that was supposed to like I'm sure that was purposefully done like her boyfriend gets married to someone else and uh you know she she kind of has that like drunken stupor at that time at least but she doesn't have a lot of loud emotions except when she's giving those speeches mm. yeah I, I guess it's part of her like because she was sold at 16 and now she's this um president I think and then she I think it was just her projecting her strength mm-hmm. by not like hysterically crying mm-hmm. and like she knows that she has to you know bad things happen and you have to move on mm-hmm. and I think they were trying to show how like how she's like that versus whenever she was brought to the um to be sold she had cried right in that room Mm -hmm. so maybe that was also a thing they were trying to do to show how she's changed right and even how she talks about all that she went through it's in a very casual way you know so yeah it's supposed to maybe show that all the strength that she's gathered up in in all these yeah that's how I thought about it yeah that's a good point um, I wanted to read a couple of um, film critics' reviews, one that I agreed with and one that I didn't. Okay. So this one, it says, the second half feels like another film altogether, almost as though Gangubai is suddenly reminded that it is in fact a bland, histor- bland biogra- biographical drama. And I thought I really agreed with that because when I watched that movie, the first half until like her getting um thrown into this brothel and like that whole story was at least so entertaining to watch but then as soon as it turns into this political thing after she wins as president uh, and how the story goes on with the journalist Mm -hmm. I thought that was almost unnecessary Mm -hmm. and him saying that it was like hey, people, I'm not the only one. Yeah, I feel like he went hard with the It Remembers that it's a bland biographical drama, but that is what it feels like because, and I think we talked about it, like, it's like, if this was just a Bollywood movie, it would have ended with her winning the election and that would have been so well fleshed out, would have been really great. Exactly. That, and then it's like, oh, right, we have to do these other things. And then it does it just to do it almost. Yeah, it was almost an afterthought. Like her meeting the president, it just happens. Yeah. She just happens to make a deal with some political party that just happens to have a in with the president. I don't know. It was all very conveniently done really fast. Yeah. And what was the point of that? Like she meets the prime minister and he gives her this rose and he's like, prostitutes can't be legal, but he gives her this rose. Like what, what was that trying to show us? Yeah. And like the even the, at, at least the rose giving was a bit, too much to me because she had said that oh I'll like make him give me his rose but it was more like a metaphorical rose <laughs> it was a physical rose so I love know. that he conveniently had this rose I know to enter like, why did you do this <laughs> like we can I feel like you're kind of underestimating your audience at that point mm-hmm. if you feel like they can't understand a metaphor yeah yeah, do you think that's what happened? They're like, we said he would grow. He's her. And like, yeah, and Gongubai can do everything. So yeah. she has to get that rose. Do you think <laughs> almost that we wanted Gongubai, we wanted to see Gongubai fail a little bit in the middle and then come back up? It felt like she had W's after W's after a certain point. 
That's true. After she won president, it was just like oh, win, win, win. I bet that was the point of the phone call was to. Bring- oh. But I okay, not as impactful. I guess it just wasn't enough for us. Yeah. yeah. Okay, I have another comment that I this one I did not agree with. So, um, one sentence I took from there, but while Razia's track is wicked good, Afsan. And his the um the actor's name is Santanu Maheshwari that plays of San, as Gangubai's boy toy boy love interest is staggeringly, staggeringly lackluster, and to mm. me I really like that part of the movie. So I did not think it was lackluster at all. Like you like them flirting and all that. Yeah, I did. I thought he was pretty good. I mean, he was he was good for the pot. I mean, I he was believable to me at least. No, I think it was really good. First of all, it was so entertaining. Like they had such good chemistry. It was really good. But again, I think it like uh, showed all of the emotions that Gangubai has, you know, like her falling in love. Like, that was the first time she truly fell in love. And like, that was really fun to watch. Like I, I, I'm with you. I don't necessarily agree with it. I, yeah, I did not think it was lackluster. Maybe how it ended was a little lackluster. Yes. But I think the whole part where they fall in love, it's, uh, I thought it was pretty good. Do you think there was a reality in which it could have ended okay for Gungubai and her boy toy? Yes. Like, I don't understand why she has to be single to be the president and do good. Right. Like, she could have gotten the 15-year-old married to somebody else and mm-hmm. married her boyfriend. Right. Yeah, I think what they were trying to show us was that um, a prostitute can never come into this house as the bride. And then she's like, oh, but she's not a prostitute. Don't you see? Like, I can't be your bride is what she's implying, you know? But it's like, really? You're telling me Gangubai, who has done everything, who's gotten a rose from the prime minister, couldn't convince her very devoted boyfriend's parents to be okay with that? And I feel like she wouldn't even have to do that. It seemed like he loved her so much. Yeah. He wanted to marry her, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I don't think, I think they wanted a throwaway pain and they found it in this plot. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. Which I, I, it's like, I liked the aftermath of it. Like I understand the point they're trying to get across, but because it wasn't done in a believable way, it doesn't feel impactful, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, who do you think is hotter, Ranbir Kapoor or um, this guy? Or her boy toy? Or her boy toy Ranbir in the movie. Oh, man. This is funny because I don't think either of them are that hot. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> That's true. But I, but I think this boy toy is cuter almost. I think this boy toy is like attractive to me because of their attraction to each other. You know, like they have so much chemistry that I'm like, Okay, yes, I want to find him attractive as well. Oh, I see. He looks super young. He yeah, exactly. like, But he's like, I looked him up and he's like 30. But he looks super young. Yeah, I kept calling him her 15-year-old boyfriend because he felt weirdly young to me. Yeah, yeah. I, I, me too. Um, but yeah, I agree with you. I never thought Ranbir Kapoor was, like everyone says, like the most attractive person in Bollywood right now. It's almost like he has this robotic quality to him that makes him not attractive to me. Mm. He has these depths. I don't know. Even when he's 
started, I never really thought, like, his first movie, people were going crazy over him. Yeah, yeah. I, I never found him very... I never understood all of the hype in terms of his looks. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you can do better. Maybe this 15-year-old boyfriend, maybe you should see where that is <laughs> you. Who do you think is hotter? Ranveer Singh or the 15-year-old boy toy? Oh, Ranveer Singh. Yeah, that's not hard enough. I don't think that's not even like, yeah. I don't even have to think about it. Ranveer Singh or Alia? Who's hotter? Yeah. Alia to me. Ooh, I think Ranveer Singh is hotter, but I feel like Alia is more attractive. Does that make sense? Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah. Like, I don't think Alia is hot, but I definitely think she's very beautiful. Oh, really? Now you think she's beautiful? You know what? We don't need to go into this right now. <laughs> Talk about your devotion to Salman Khan. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Ruby is hot. not a person, Seema. Who do you think is hotter? 15-year-old boy toy or Salman Khan? Wow. <laughs> 15-year-old boy toy. <laughs> I feel like those two are as different as they come. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, did you see Alia is going to be on in a Netflix movie? As of filming this podcast. Oh, like in a show or a movie? A movie. Oh, interesting. I just saw it like a few hours ago with Gal Gadot. Wonder Woman. Oh, what a, what a unpredicted pair. That'd be fun. Do you, th- I just feel like every time someone does a Hollywood movie, it oh, ends okay. up being such a disappointment. Like <laughs> they're in the movie for like five minutes and I and sure, like you don't have to have a long role to be an in, impactful character. Mm-hmm. But after like having huge movies dedicated to them and mm-hmm. them being the lead, it just feels so like such a waste of their talents and presence. Yeah, in a four minute role that anyone could do. It almost hurts me because like I feel like when they do Hollywood roles, people non Bollywood watching audiences don't understand what they're getting like you're like oh it's just some girl and it's like no it's alia okay please put her name like i can't have you do this like even with Deepika and with priyanka when she first started like i feel like them not getting the respect they deserve was so sorry for me to see yeah like i I remember seeing um paparazzi videos and like Deepika is walking out of an airport mm-hmm. but the person's like Priyanka look over here Pri-, you know like uh-huh. can you imagine like she's such a big star and then and then people don't even know her name yeah. I wonder if it feels refreshing or insulting I I have to think that it also feels a little insulting maybe yeah I think it's a little mix of the two yeah but then part of their minds is probably like you know it makes sense this part of the world doesn't watch their movie. Right. Yeah. It's almost like, I feel like it maybe wouldn't be too insulting because it's not that they really need to be insecure about their status. You know, they are very well placed. They're like Bollywood's best. So it's definitely not too much to be insecure about, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm sure it's, I mean, it's a whole new thing you're trying to get into. Yeah. Even Deepika, when she was on Ellen, like there was this, whole new level of nervousness you know that you don't really see from and from someone who's just undoubtedly a star yeah 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 totally she was yeah like you see her in interviews in india and then the ellen show for example yeah. it's so different yeah 
very interesting to see but yeah when you said Gal Gadot I don't know why I was thinking Frida Pinto <laughs> like I was like that would be such a fun pairing and then I was like oh nope different <laughs> what do you think Alia's future is gonna be like I feel like she's really ruled Bollywood as much as an actress can at such a young age like do you think she's gonna try to go the Hollywood route and well maybe she is um and try to rule Hollywood as she has Bollywood or do you think she's gonna try to go a different route I don't know what she's going to do but do you think she has potential to make it big in Hollywood I think she has potential I think her talents I think she has better things to do Oh, what do you mean by better things? Like, I feel like I would love to see her work as a director, as a producer more than I would uh, love to see her working in Hollywood. Interesting. Okay. I I really think she has potential and she has talent and she's like a likable personality. Mm-hmm. I feel like I feel like she could, but who knows? I feel like her persona would be definitely eaten up by Hollywood. Like, I think they would love her persona. Yeah, exactly. That lovable, like, Bubble. girl with the dimples. Yeah. And, like, she's cute. And, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah no, she, is, she has a... Yeah, she has a very likable personality. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Even though her movies will always get, like, you know, if you look at her comments, it's always nepotism, nepotism, nepotism. <laughs> so... That will never, like, not follow her, um, but I feel like she still has potential. Do you think that's valid, or do you think it's a little unfair at this point? And I feel like if she just addressed it and acknowledged it, like, yeah, I know I'm privileged, it wouldn't follow her as much, but mm. she just doesn't. <laughs> so I saw a Reddit comment that said, she has a father and a godfather in Bollywood, and I feel like yeah. really summed it up. But yeah, that's a that's a really good point. It's like all you have to do is just be like, yeah, I'm privileged, and it would just kind of dissipate. Because what are you gonna do after that? You know, like someone will be like, you're a product of nepotism, and you go, yeah, yeah. Like there's nothing they can hit you with at that point. Exactly. Why not just embrace it? Yeah. It's not like you're the only one. Like and it's, it's fine, especially at Alia's role, where it's like no one can take away the fact that she's talented you know exactly with someone who's just starting out you could you have that defensiveness of like I am talented though like I am or if you're so bad and you're still getting a lot of movies right right you're still getting like the one of some of the best movies then you're like "Eh." yeah I mean she's good yeah that she's good why not just be like yes i have privilege so i work hard to make sure that i I, deserve it yeah i live up to what i was yeah yeah Yeah. well alia if you want us to be our pr team we're here we're available (laughs) i feel like she would be so much more likable if she just did that yeah i agree or not so much more likable i think a lot of people would just what are you going to hate on after that? Yeah, the people that like her would like her even more. And the people that are haters would not have anything to really. Yeah, exactly. I wonder why. Like, I feel like she has, she probably has PR. <laughs> has no one in her circle told her this? Like, hey. Okay, but her circle's like main person is Keijo. Like, you think he's going to be like, go ahead and say nepotism has effect. I feel like he's so, he's such a like. I feel like he's such a smart man. Yeah. In terms of like marketing himself to the world, making money, I feel like he wouldn't, like, he should know that that's the right thing to do. If not for like 
for more moral reason just for like business reasons yeah right this is the thing it's like <laughs> i think this is the thing is if even if they admitted to nepotism i'd be like okay but they're just doing it to be more likable you know <laughs> true like why would you not do that why would you not just own up to it and like seem like this especially if you do it right now you would seems like such uh I don't know, you have a different look in Bollywood, you know, because until now, no one has really admitted to it. Exactly. Yeah, I've been really lucky to have these connections. Like, the press you would get, unbelievable. Unbelievable. Like, what is Gangana going to say after that? (laughs) (laughs) Um, I feel like Gauron Johar would never say it, though, because I think the thing with Gauron Johar is that he is continuously con- consciously launching nebo kids you know so he yeah. come out and be like this thing i'm doing is wrong and then continue doing it i mean he doesn't have to say it's wrong like sure his dad was a film producer so he's a film person now you don't have to say that's wrong you just have to say yes like i have this privilege i did have you know like it doesn't necessarily have to be a wrong thing no but i think with Karan Johar, I think if he says, yes, I'm privileged, the question, the next question is, okay, why are you only launching people that are privileged? Like, why are you not giving a chance to people? And that- you know what? I've seen like interviews where his, he has been asked this and he always goes back to like, I might launch X actor, mm-hmm. but I launch um, newcomer directors and mm-hmm. he has a list of directors that are not nep not like a product of nepotism and they're all directors that's a pretty good answer this is uh this is a part of the problem right we do the same thing like if you say kajo's daughter is launching a movie we're like oh kajo's daughter is launching a movie like it, it happens because and it piques your interest yeah it piques your interest you're more if like you look at like all these um celebrity kids mm-hmm. they have like millions of followers even before their movie comes out yeah and you're mad because they have a movie now like look at the numbers you're giving them right exactly if they're gonna be so popular obviously like all these filmmakers they want to make money right exactly want to take whoever is bankable right no and and that's i think that's the problem is like hey we see all of these things if you can at least just be like yes i acknowledge this it would be such a huge step but to have the audacity to you know go on interviews before your movie is even launched to have these platforms before you even have a movie and then say i'm just here because of my hard work where is the hard work yes you were born in the right family this is the hard work you have done thus far i mean i'm sure they have to hard work like they have to do their acting whatever they right but But that's part of their profession and they got that opportunity because I guess they were their parents or grandparents or whoever mm-hmm. were in the industry. Yeah, someone said uh, the thing is where their base begins is where our luck ends. Like where we put in all of our effort as a as someone who doesn't have a godfather in the in the industry is where their like I work really hard begins. Yeah, yeah, having these connections, and I feel like that really for me really highlighted the problem or highlighted the situation. Yeah, I mean, I understand. Yeah, I feel like even here, though, there's so many, like, oh, even in Hollywood is so yeah. prevalent. Yeah, nepotism is definitely prevalent here as well. I think, I almost think 
Hollywood's more like a little shy about it. And Bollywood's like, yeah, there's nepotism. What's up? <laughs> like the Kangana <laughs> was like, hey, this is a problem. They were like, when I watch old interviews of like Ranveer Kapoor being brought on, for instance, Karan would literally sit there and go through all of his family history, you know, and be like, and now he's going to have a movie. So I think Bollywood was a lot, was a lot less shy about it. Yeah, I think before it was kind of a flex to be yeah. somebody's, like, and then after a certain point, it became, like, it kind of became a negative thing about them. If you're, mm-hmm. at least on the internet, it doesn't mean they have any less popularity, but they have a lot of hate. Yes, exactly. And I feel like before, for example, like a Ritik or Abhishek, they were kind of like, oh my god, like Amitabh Bachchan's son, it was like, it was a positive thing, yeah. at least socially and social media and the internet. But now it's almost like if you're somebody's son or daughter, you have so much hate and scrutiny. Yeah, that's a really good point. It was just an active flex before and now it's not an active flex. Anymore. Yeah, yeah. Now you kind of have to be like, yes, I'm ex's son, but I got my own auditions, did this. Yes. Like they kind of have to defend themselves more, I think. Yeah, exactly. I think before it would start off as I'm ex's son. I've done these movies. Now it's I've done these movies, but I also happen to be their kid. Like they yeah. less, you know, um, show off you about it. Maybe. Yeah, you're right. But anyways, do you have any parting thoughts about um, Gangubai? A parting thoughts. I think um, I think it was a big movie, mm-hmm. and it's making a lot of money mm-hmm. and. It's just Alia in the movie. You know, she doesn't have this big superstar. I mean, I guess Ajay Devan's in the movie, but I feel like a lot of people don't even know he's in the movie. I don't think it's yeah. marketed as his movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think she's bringing in the audience. Mm-hmm. And I think that's that kind. That's kind of amazing in India, especially. Mm-hmm. So I hope this kind of proves to people that, yes, these kind of movies can make money. And I hope there's more women stories and not, you know, just this great action hero and the actress is just like in a song in a song being the lovely lovely lady with beautiful flowing hair (laughs) what did you think uh did you see that interview where someone asks alia what it's like to be in a women's movie or something like that and she's like oh it'll be a big deal when you stop asking me questions like that I think that's a valid point because mm-hmm. when you're watching something like a Surya Vanshi where Akshay Kumar, it's just basically about him. Mm-hmm. They're not asking him, oh, what's it like to be in this male-centric movie? Mm-hmm. It's almost like that's normal, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. If they ha- if you have to ask, hey, what's it like being a- in a woman-centric movie? Mm-hmm. So that's something out of the ordinary. So that means like, you know, it is it would be a big deal if that was also ordinary and we had as many women's stories as men. Mm-hmm. So I agree with that. What about you? I definitely agree with that point. Like it would be amazing if we got to a point where that question didn't need to be asked. But I feel like we are not at that point. And I feel like I want to hear Alia talking about these things. Like I want to hear her talking about you know, how there needs to be more movies like that in an explicit manner almost. And I feel like her when she answers in that way, it doesn't feel explicit to me. It feels like a, I just don't feel like dealing with this question. I see. You just want her to kind of talk about it so it's more highlighted, more and prevalent in like media. Exactly. Yeah. Like if she, if she had kind of been like, you know, 
I feel like it would be wonderful if we had more movies like this so I wouldn't have to hear questions like that. I think if she'd framed it in that way, it'd be really great. But she frames it in a way where it's like, oh, these questions don't need to be asked because it's not a problem. She almost frames it in that way. And I think she's mm. in um, several things where in Gully Boy, she had an interview where they talked about how she was playing a Muslim girl, a hijabi girl. And, you know, that's kind of a minority in the Bollywood portrayal of characters. And so they'd use the word minority and she kept fighting back and being like, it's, this is not a minority thing, you know? And it's almost like she has a hard time being okay with talking about these topics and like, almost like because they're controversial and she wants to kind of lean away from the progressive controversial. That's, that's how it comes across to me. And I feel like when you have this platform and you're getting to play these movies that have such an impact, if you highlighted it more, it would become even more impactful. I can agree with that. Sure. But I can also see why celebrities in India, especially don't want to talk about these things (laughs) because then you see, they have all these death threats. Then you see people are banning their movies. Right. And there's a lot riding on these movies. It's not just about the actors. There's the director, writer. There's a whole team of costume people, a whole team of, there's like a thousand people plus. Yeah, 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 for sure. Just because you say something and then, you know, all these people's lives are, you know, kind of messed up. Mm -hmm. I guess I can see why they would not want to say anything. Anything controversial, especially if their movie is coming out. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you know, Kaguna is a great example of... You know, I feel like if she had said something about the minority and Mm -hmm. something like that, Mm -hmm. I feel like Kaguna would be the first one to be like, oh, she only promotes Muslim and not Hindu. You know, I feel like there's so many (laughs) factors for them to consider before they open their mouths. Yeah. Sadly. Yes, yes. Um, Yeah, and there's, I think, been a lot of conversations about how people, Hollywood actors are a lot more outspoken when it comes to politics. And I think the truth is that there's a lot of political leaders that have connections with the movie industry and they can really change lives of actors in ways that we don't necessarily see here. So, And I also feel like celebrities in India are almost overhyped in a way. (laughs) I feel like people really, really take everything they do very seriously Mm. and here I don't think it's that bad at all I think here we see Um, famous person and in India it feels like we see them as like gods almost it's it's yeah almost yeah yeah like royalty yeah there's so much passion for these actors like I've seen videos of um Shah Khan's house Mm -hmm. just like thousands of people outside of his house just so he can wave to them yeah like I don't think you would see that here every Sunday or whatever I don't remember what the um uh occurrence is but would you see something like that in front of a Brad Pitt's house no like I don't think that's a thing here no I definitely agree and it definitely you know you don't want to disappoint your fans with the things you say so it definitely is not as black and white yeah because here if people are if actors are kind of activists Mm -hmm. you know how um leonardo dicaprio is like such a climate change advocate Mm -hmm. or all these celebrities that kind of condemned trump Mm -hmm. you can't do that in india you can't say anything about the prime minister right like that would just end your career yeah Yeah. no matter who you are yeah there is a very close connection with celebrities and politics like 
one controls the other almost and they work hand in hand i feel like not i feel like politics controls a lot in india but yeah for actors yeah i think yeah i think i think that is a better way of yeah you're right like i want to believe it's hand in hand but you're right politics does control it and there's movies where they you know weave nationalism into plots just to like keep think keep the peace almost it feels yeah 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 so you can't be really critical of your government Mm-hmm. as an actor unless you're okay with your career ending as a result which is a lot to ask of anybody yeah yeah unless you're gonna <laughs> well she did a she did a fun little <laughs> surprising thing where she just went real into the politics real rogue <laughs> <laughs> so i think the politicians are pretty happy with her but yeah 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 but on that note that is our episode thank you so much for listening Wait, we forgot to do the rating. Oh, yes. What is your Bisharam rating? Okay, we want to do this thing where we're not going to rate a movie like one to five stars. Um, My rating for this movie is Bisharam for the cringy speeches, um, but very not Sharam for Alia's acting. Um, Okay, overall, would you say Bisharam or Sharam? I will say somewhat Basharam. Okay. Basharam. I would say it's in the middle for me. No, but you have to have it leaning one way. Then I'll go with not Basharam. Okay. Um, okay, let me think. I think not Basharam in the ways that they tackled this uh, topic. Like I feel I think it's an important topic that does need to be talked about and we do need to think about it, but did it in a really good way where, like you said, it's not a movie about prostitution. It's a movie about her, but it does kind of make you ask these questions in the background of your brain almost almost subconsciously. So I say not Bashadam for that. Um I thought for sure you were gonna say this, but I get to steal it now. Bashadam for all the shiny Alia um she's the special chosen one that's a good one she's the harry potter of this movie. she's the harry potter she has the, oh my god she had the scars yes had the Except scar. i there was no voldemort really <laughs> it was the, Alia versus the world it was yeah the world, the world was the, was the Voldemort. yeah maybe the like priest guy priest guy at the school oh he was so like I don't even remember his character because he's very, very weak Voldemort. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so, but I would say overall, a lot more her not Beisharam than Beisharam. Yeah, same. Yeah. So I think um, another parting thought is I feel like until now, like coming right out of the pandemic, the big movies that we'd expected to come out was Atrangi Day, uh, Gehraya, and this. And this has by far been the best of the three. Like, the bar was fairly low, to be fair, but the movie was definitely fun to watch. Like, glad I watched it. Worth thinking about in ways that the other two definitely did not. I have to agree. I think out of the three, this was the best for sure. All right. With that, that is our episode. Thank you so much for listening. We will catch you next time. <laughs>